0: <laughs> Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. This is a new episode of Not Too Taboo. I'm here with my lovely lady, Gretchen Christina Rossi. Hi, baby. Hi, honey. I love you so much.
1: Okay, let me just explain to you guys what's happening right now. <laughs> okay. Mr. Smiley like, gets so excited. We're at home, and we got the soundboard for At Home, obviously, to record while we're in this crazy pandemic. And... He, like, literally is like a little kid in a toy store. Like, he gets so excited to push the buttons on the big
0: little screen thing. It's called a preamp. Okay. And what's amazing, it's got multiple colors. (laughs) All the little buttons do different things. Like, perfect example, okay? Oh, Lordy. Let's get ready to introduce our guests for today's episode. And who's that? It's you and me, baby. There's no (laughs) one else here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, how exciting uh, oh, is everyone that uh, we have no guests. <laughs> this is uh, this is home edition of uh, Not Too Taboo.
1: No, but I got, I'm not going to lie. I'm really excited because I feel like, Life is always so fast paced. And every week we were driving up to LA and we had two guests every time that we were driving up there and recording and filming and doing all this stuff. And I was like, I just want to do like a podcast with you and me where we're just at home. We have candlelight, the baby's down. We've got margaritas, our, our drinks in hand. So if you hear a little bit of like a little, little clingy like this in the background. Wait, wait. Cheers. Cheers! (laughs)
0: Cheers!
1: <laughs> um, it I does, love you so much.
0: I love you too. My spicy little lime.
1: Oh, <laughs> now I'm a lime. Mm. Normally I'm like sugar nipples or something. But yeah,
0: but you're sweet and sour at the same time. <sighs>
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah, that was a really big mouthful of of salt right now. <laughs> it's okay. Wow.
0: Just just swallow. Let's move on.
1: Oh my lordy, we're gonna start off like this already. Yeah, baby. Um, no. So if you hear a little bit of that it's because we got our margaritas in hand. And I got to tell you something. I feel like we might slightly have become alcoholics
0: during this whole COVID-19 thing. (laughs) No, I can confirm we're heading down that that road.
1: Like I've never in my life... Wanted to have a drink every day by six o'clock. Like I am <laughs> so ready to have a drink at six o'clock in the afternoon.
0: We, we are blessed in the fact that we, we do get to work from home a lot. Yeah. Even though we have to be on location. We miss the studio. You yeah. Know, we, miss, we miss going in and actually uh, seeing uh, all of our producers at Stage 29 Productions. Yeah. And it's, it's a much different vibe when there's all those people around. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is cool that we get to stay at home and kind of hang out. And because of the stay-at-home orders, don't you find that I feel like we're busier than ever.
1: As many of you know, we actually do work. <laughs> we do uh, We do have the opportunity to work a lot from home, which is wonderful, but Slay goes into the office a lot as well. Um, I tend to work a lot more from home because I really do like being home with the baby. I like one of us at one time. Point or the other to be home with the baby, even with a caretaker. Like it's really important to me that Skylar knows that we're here and present for her. So that's kind of what we do. Like if I have to go somewhere, or I have a meeting, then I'm, I try to make sure Slade's home and vice versa. The only time that we do go separately is when we're like going to do a date night, but then typically she's with grandma if that happens.
0: And I think that's happened twice, twice. maybe maybe twice. If We if. are actually social distancing in, in Neither you nor Skyler have been out Mm-mm. to a retail store. Buying supply has been anywhere, no, literally, since the pandemic started. And this is—are we going on three months? Three and a half months?
1: No, it hasn't been that long. It's been well, two months. They didn't like quantify it as a pandemic till the end of February, beginning of March, and then they—and then I think they put the mandatory stay-at-home, stay-at-home, order. stay-at-home order like sometime in March. So it's been a, a good month for sure maybe month and a half. Look at we don't even know what day it is you guys. Like I have no clue what day it is right now. <laughs>
0: Does everyone else feel like when they're sitting at home in the evening that it's kind of like Vegas? Like, Vegas? Yeah, cuz you know you go to Las Vegas, uh-huh. you, you don't you don't know whether it's day or night. You're uh-huh. like in the casino and you don't know what day it is. That's
1: so random. Random thoughts by Slade
0: Smiley. It's not random. It's what happens. I think you just you get you get lo- you, lo- you lose time.
1: Yeah. yeah I, we, I feel like time. I've lost time a little bit.
0: Yeah. I is think- it
1: hot in here? I'm very hot.
0: Well, first off, yes, you are.
1: I feel like we gotta yeah, turn the you're air on. It's extremely
0: hot. You gotta to turn doing. the
1: air on. It's really hot. Like, I feel like it was hot today.
0: Would it be too much if um, you just started to do robe while we're on air? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, nobody would know, and I promise not to tell anybody.
1: So, it's about nine o'clock right now, you guys. Mm-hmm. And we are filming this right now. We have margaritas in hand. The baby's down. So we just wanted to like take some time to answer a lot of questions that we've seen come in. We did a live with our IVF doctor yesterday. And it was so cute because so many questions were coming in. We were doing the live for Slade and me personally. And then there was one point where the doctor disconnected accidentally. And so Slade and I started answering a bunch of questions. And a lot of people were coming on saying, you guys need to do a live. So... Um, so we'll probably go back and do a live, but with that said, we had a lot of questions that came in when I had posted about, do you have questions for us? And so we're going to go over some of those questions with you guys and just kind of just do a one-on-one because well, we haven't really got to do this. And yet, as a, a
0: caveat to this, we'll apologize up front because a lot of times there are so many messages and things that come in. It's almost impossible to get to all of them. Yeah. So we try to do our best to, um, I guess regurgitate the ones that are asked more often. Yeah, like
1: not. like yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. So um that that's what we're gonna do. So yeah. some some of these are good. So yeah. I don't I don't uh, how are you coping with the quarantine, Gretchen? As <laughs> you sit there, hopefully getting half naked drinking a margarita.
1: <laughs> okay, so I have to say at the very beginning of the quarantine, um super, super anxious, like really out of my skin anxious, like not knowing what's happening, really freaked out, wasn't sleeping, really, really struggling. Um, and then about week and a half in, I was like, oh my God, this is kind of fun. Like, you know, we get to be home and like, we all are just together and it's a lot of togetherness. And, um, and then I was like, I'm going to do some cleaning around the house and like, you know, try to get some things done. But then it's like at about two weeks in, you start just going, okay, this is like really weird because you go out for a walk and like people are going out of their way to avoid you and like walk around you. And like, everyone has their head down and barely like says hi. Like it was a really, really creepy, eerie feeling for me. And it felt, and it made me just feel
0: apocalyptic.
1: Yeah. And it just, and it was just weird. And like, you know, walking out and seeing how the streets were like empty and like, nobody was driving down the streets and like, you know, I don't know. It was just really weird. So I think my emotions have been really up and down. Wouldn't you say they've been really up and down.
0: Yes, but that has been the case for the last 11 years. <laughs> I love you so much. I love you so much. I love you so much.
1: That is so not true. You know what? You need to take that back because you've actually said I'm one of those women, even on my period, that is like actually pretty stable.
0: You are? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not talking about your stability. <laughs> you're very stable.
1: <laughs> no, but like someone, you're making it sound like I'm like crazy looney tins one second and find the next. Like I just get... I'm a Scorpio. And so I'm a very emotional, passionate person. So like when I'm really, really happy, I'm really, really happy. And when I'm really, really down, I'm really, really down. So like, I think the spectrum of the emotions can be very like, um, passionate when I'm in that emotion. Yes. But, and I think that's a Scorpio trait.
0: I think it probably is, but it goes back to my original statement. You've been this way for 11 years. You're a Scorpio. Come Um, on. It's true.
1: No, but okay. You, You are
0: incredibly passionate and you get you can be, you can get riled up over over things. Yeah. But what I what I love about you is that something may agitate you or irritate you or even make you angry in the moment, and then you always think through it and you always come back,
1: come back to normal, come back to planet Earth.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you said that, not me.
1: Exactly. Um, no, but then I really was. I was so then I actually broke out with a cold sore at one point uh, during because yeah, of the stress. Because of the stress. Um, I mean, honestly, I swear to God, if it wasn't for the CBD products, I I don't think I would have survived this time because my anxiety level has been so just, it's been the highest it's been and, and the sleeping and thank God for the CBD um, Z because if I wasn't taking that at night, I, I probably wouldn't have been able to sleep at all. Like it's just weird. I've really had a lot of like emotions all over the place. And, you know, I think it's because of me being a new mom and being so, like protective and feeling like this mama bear, like I have this huge responsibility to take care of this little child. I mean, you well, there's know, a how- scary
0: sense of the unknown in, on top of that, right? Oh, so yeah. new baby, you know, and now all of all of these things that can affect her her health, her well-being, she mm-hmm. had, doesn't have a developed immune system. I mean, it's really scary, yeah you know, to be a mom. And have a small child.
1: Well, mom and a dad, but yeah, yeah, I think moms, I'm in particular, get even more freaked out. And because Is it we bad have, that I
0: want to slip CBD into your water when you're not looking.
1: <laughs> you totally can. <laughs> um, and then the uh, the other thing that I've been doing, like I've been a little paranoid, so I literally go and where are you going?
0: I just happened to notice that my my margarita was empty.
1: Oh my god, he's literally knows he's gonna go be able to make a drink long enough because I'm gonna talk long
0: enough. <laughs> like no, that's I mean, what's you're, making it. You're, you're gonna make an important statement right now. <laughs> I can hear the statement, but at the same time, I can multitask by refilling my my drink.
1: What was I talking about?
0: <laughs> you were making a very, a very important statement about the the responsibilities as a new mother.
1: Yeah, but there's there was a reason. I was, Oh, oh, okay. So you guys, I legit every single piece of um groceries or anything that comes in the house, any item that's coming in the house, I'm like totally crazy. Like I literally scrub everything in the sink. I wipe everything down with the Clorox wipes. Um, I like scream at Slate if a box comes in through the front door. Like I am on high, high alert of everything. And I'm washing my hands so many times a day. They're so super dry. And, you know, I I don't know. I like, I've never really been like this germaphobe or this crazy, like over the top person. Like I'm obviously you know, cleanse. What's the word? Cleansy. What's
0: the word? (laughs) Cleansy.
1: Very
0: clean. I'm
1: very clean. You're clean.
0: You're sanitized. margarita's talking. Wait, wait, hold on.
1: (laughs) Yes. Get at it.
0: (laughs) It's a big glass. Everybody.
1: You guys, he's not going pee. That's his margarita. That's my margarita.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Is it too early to say that this is bought to you by 1800? (laughs) The ultimate margarita mix.
1: Yeah. Can we get them to sponsor? I think we should. Um, no, so I literally I'm I'm pretty darn like, you
0: know, you ha- have excellent hygiene. Yeah, I me. have
1: really good hygiene, so I'm never like but I'm I'm just like super freaked out. Like I'm overly paranoid about the germs, and I'm like just. Rightfully so rightfully so,
0: because I mean, come on.
1: It takes me what the, an hour, hour and a half to to scrub all the groceries down. Like when you go to Costco or something, it like does. it's crazy.
0: It does, and look, the the media and the news and everything that's out there—they've led, led with fear. Yeah, right? I mean that's what everyone said, and yeah, at this point, it's better to be safe than sorry. So,
1: well, how we, are you doing? I mean, um, this is this is a good thing catch up for us because we never get to talk anymore because we just we fall in bed asleep and like don't even talk to each other.
0: I am. Um, I'm stuck in between. Mm-hmm. I'm stuck in between of not wanting to, what's the term I'm looking for? You notice how when you drink, the terms disappear?
1: Yeah, totally. Um,
0: <laughs> I don't want to um, negate the seriousness of the coronavirus mm-hmm. um, and what's happening. But at the same time, I have questions. Yeah. You know, I have questions how this particular pandemic shut down the United States. Yeah. And I start looking statistically at the numbers. There are far more cases of the flu, and I do know that there are, you know, people saying that if this is so deadly, it's far more contagious. Yeah. Do they really know that? Because you know, here's the thing that's confusing about the news. I hear from the news a really sad story today that I heard. A um, frontline responder, a police officer, maybe, asymptomatic, had no symptoms, had the virus, didn't make him sick. His his wife. Got it, and she passed. Mm. So, I—I yeah. I, I don't even—I've never even heard of, um, with regard to the regular flu, people being asymptomatic, passing around, never, never having any symptoms. So that seems to be different. There is not one specific thing this flu or this coronavirus seems to be doing to people's health. Meaning that sometimes it's attacking the respiratory system. They sit on the news tonight. Uh, other victims are getting blood clots. You know, it's it's affecting different people, different ways. Now I'm hearing there's multiple strains. Mm -hmm. You know, I heard on the news two nights ago that there's a strain A and a strain B. Now, just coming home, they said there could be up to 30 different strains. And that's always the scary challenge with anything that is flu related, that, that it mutates. I'm kind of waffling in between. I know it's a serious thing. And I'm so concerned about those people that are dealing with it. And it's very scary. And obviously we don't, you know, we feel. Yeah, but
1: how are your emotions about it?
0: Well, I don't know. You tell me. You're living with me.
1: I know. You're so annoying because you're so like
0: calm. I'm chillaxed.
1: (laughs) You're like, it doesn't, like nothing gets you really riled up. Like I'm like sitting there like, oh my God,
0: a child died.
1: And you're like, Gretchen, take a deep breath. Like you're so like calm. And I like read something like when they, when the first infant death came out, like I don't think I slept for three nights. Like I was a hot mess. I think that's when I got the cold sore. It was bad. Yeah, it was really
0: bad. Yeah. But this is, this is the empath in you. Yeah, He tends to take on take on everyone's stuff.
1: Yeah. I really and need the, to learn how to shed. There's you, a book you, about shedding I need
0: to read. You do need to read that book.
1: Yeah. I'm a so. huge empath. Any of you out there that are an empath like me, you know, like it's so, it, in some ways it's a wonderful quality to have because you can connect with people and people well, want to share stuff. you incredibly intuitive,
0: right? You just, you sense- other people's feelings and you can really, you can connect with them because yeah. you understand. And they
1: want to share with me because we can, because I connect with them and I, and I have empathy for them and all of that. But I literally carry it. Like I will carry people's stuff for days and weeks and it will bleed into my own life and bleed into my daily stuff with my, you know, husband or child or whatever. And and then it affects me in my life. And so I really we really do need to learn how to how to shed it. And I'm I'm not very good at it.
0: So we should have people send us some information about how to shed.
1: Actually, we should get an expert on the podcast.
0: A shedding expert. A shedding
1: expert. Yeah. And teach me like daily things that I could try to do. Because like literally I'll read a story like, oh my God, talk about horrible. This was another thing that put me in a dark hole was um Gina's daughter, Cara, Gina Keo. Cara Keo. Um, when I Received that news from my publicist about Cara losing the baby. I literally, you guys, I could not get out of bed. Like I was in bed all day.
0: Yeah, it was bad. And for crying. those for those people who maybe didn't see it, um, it's sadly um, a friend of ours who we've known since she was in high school. Um, her and her husband uh, got pregnant with their second child, and six hours after the baby's birth, the baby passed. Yeah, and so, you
1: guys, I'm sure you guys remember her. From Housewives, uh, Gina Keough. She was one of the original Housewives um, on Orange County. It's her daughter, Cara. And although we haven't spoke with Cara in several years, you know, we we always had a great relationship with her. And um, when we went out to Florida to do an appearance, we stayed with her and her husband um, at their house down there in Florida. And he's just such a wonderful guy. And so, you know, you, you, you feel like they're family because it's like it's your Bravo family, if you will. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we still are in touch with Gina and everything. So when I got that news, I literally just, I could not get out of bed and I was texting with Cara and she's just, she's so inspiring, like how she was just talking through it and talking about her emotions. And I mean, obviously she is so beyond devastated, but like, I just, I admire the strength in, in people that go through these things and the, the way that they're able to see the light through some of this. It's like incredible to me. So
0: I don't know how she did it.
1: I don't, she's not, she's not doing it. But the point is, is that I just, I commend her for trying to remain strong for her young daughter. And, you know, it was just a horrible thing. So I am such an empath and I really, it just, it shook me to my core that news. So terrible. Anyway.
0: So, so during this, um, during this quarantine time, what have you learned about me?
1: (laughs) Oh Lordy, Lordy, Lordy! Are we opening Pandora's box? Yeah, <laughs> I've learned that you now like to drink margaritas. This is true. <laughs> um,
0: Actually, here's the here's the truth. Uh-huh. If if I do become some sort of an alcoholic, it's your fault. I was never <laughs> a drinker. I was never a drinker before. I never. I was. I don't. I don't really ever drink.
1: Well, I mean, I I've drank, but like, I've never been like a daily drinker. Like I don't normally go get a drink at the end of the day. Like no. when when have you ever seen me do that? Right? No, no, never. Like- In like eleven years we've been together, we always are social drinkers. Like we'll go out and have a couple of drinks with friends, but we and don't. we are cheap
0: dates because literally it's it's a couple of drinks. Yeah, literally, yeah.
1: like one and a half drinks. I'm like toes up, so. No. Um, so yeah, I don't normally drink on the daily at all. And if I do during the week, I'll have like, maybe a half a glass of wine. Like I yeah, actually yeah. get, I have, I feel like I have like an allergy to alcohol now. It's weird. The older I get, the more I like can't do it. It's like really strange. Um, what have I, what, what have I
0: learned? Or, here's the thing. You don't have to have learned anything. You've been with me for 11 years. Maybe, maybe you know most of it.
1: I feel like I do. And have, we're, and we're together
0: a lot. It's probably yeah, we are more than most people.
1: Yeah, I feel like I think maybe the one thing I've just learned is that like you are a very just you're extremely rational. Like you don't get irrational about anything and like especially even like, you know, something as large as like a pandemic that honestly I never thought you and I would ever see in our lifetime. Um you just are very rational about everything. Like as soon as the news comes out and like says, oh my God, you know, don't look at somebody, you're going to die. And you're like, okay, let's examine this. You know, like, (laughs) like you just, you really look at everything like so strategically and you, you know, really talk me through it and you help me kind of walk me off the edge. If I'm like, oh my God, we're going to like die if we go outside and breathe the
0: air, you know? (laughs) I'm a little bit of a scientist.
1: Yeah, you totally are. But you know what, unfortunately that's because of everything you've been through with your son, Grayson, and having to be in, you know, engulfed in doctors and hospitals and everything. Vito, that's our dog whining in the background, so don't mind him.
0: Yeah, we are one studio audience member. <laughs>
1: um, So, yeah. So, that, that that's the thing I love about you is you just are very, like, scientific and you just want the facts and you just kind of review all that stuff, so.
0: That's nice, baby.
1: Yeah. What'd you learn about me? Anything?
0: You're a good mom. Aw. You're a really, really good mom, and you're very well thought out about things.
1: uh more see. more
0: so than you know. I think I think dads can be wingers.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, you know, we just kind of go with the flow, and and when crap pops up, we deal with it, right? Yeah. Um, but I I've I find that you are very very well thought out, and it doesn't matter where we're going. Like you go so far as to like. She, you've got a basket in the back of the car, and it's got backup clothes and diapers and wipes, and like you know her toys and like all of these things. I'm and a planner yeah you you are I think you're very much a planner yeah um, and and I give you crap for it all the time because we can be leaving the house and i don't I don't know if in eleven years, if we've ever gotten into the car. <laughs> And started to drive down the driveway. And you haven't said, oh, I forgot this. And I got to back up yeah. and come back in the house. That happens
1: like three times no, at least before it, we leave.
0: Like at least three times. And it's, <laughs> it's like one of those clown cars where people keep getting in and out of the car. And like the neighbors come out on their porch and they all have a drink in their hand. Exactly. And they just kind of stand and watch as you and I come and go in and out of the right. house. And you know they're going what the fuck are those two doing?
1: (laughs) Like It's so funny, literally. But you know what? My brain is like thinking of like everything all the time. Like it's going hundred miles an hour. And as we're like leaving, I'm like, oh crap. I forgot, you know, the extra pair. I forgot my flip flops. I need to change into once I'm wearing heels for like five minutes or whatever it is. But can we
0: investigate this? Okay. Your thought process for Mm -hmm. all of those things does not happen until the vehicle moves.
1: That's not true. That's not true because think about it. You just, you just contradicted yourself. You said I'm a planner. So like you I are. have all these things planned, but here's what happens. I think. Sh- of, I,
0: okay. Let me, no. let I, me reiterate. Okay. You're a planner, mm-hmm. but the planning never ends. Like maybe you're just <laughs> continuing to plan. So even though you've well thought out everything, you've packed the car, it's all there. You're continuing to plan. There's, yeah, you're adding true. things to the list. No, cause, that's probably true. Cause I will tell you, I'm saying this with love. <laughs> Here we go. You do this shit to me when I get in bed. Oh yeah, Totally. It's hilarious. You 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 don't think uh, about what you need until my head hits that pillow. And then it hits the pillow. You're like, I don't have water. Could you get me some ice water? I need some ice water. I'm like, oh, she's crummy. Okay. Let me go get the ice water. I get the ice water. I get back in bed. She's like, Oh, the light from that window is reflecting off the mirror in my vanity, which comes towards my eye. Could you go over to the bathtub and like shut that shutter? I'm like, okay, Jesus Christ, Gretchen. Okay. Yeah. Let me go shut. Let me go shut your vanity. Let me get the mirror oh, down. I'll, I'll, let me get back in bed.
1: I, you know the thing, though, I have to give you major props for? You're so cute. <laughs> oh my you do it for me. I love it. Like, you just, like, you. there's definitely some nights nice that you pout because you're like, oh, are you serious? But, but most of the time, it's a you minimum
0: have a, of three. Have you noticed that? I'm back in bed. I'm back in bed. you I'm cold. Could you get my extra blanket? I really need my extra blanket. I'm like, girl, where's some pajamas. Like, what are you doing? Okay.
1: But can I tell you what happens? What happens? Okay. So I, you know me, I am at a hundred miles an hour all day long. Like go, go, go taking care of the baby, working, doing everything. Like I have so much going on all day long. And I'm like the energizer bunny. And when I get in, when I finally just get to the bed, like I'm so tired that I just like get in bed and I'm like passed out. And then I'm like, Oh, Shit! Like I forgot to go get like the important things, like water, and then I didn't realize I was cold until I'm laying there and my body temperature started to like drop. And then I'm like, "Shoot, I'm cold," and I forgot to get the blanket out or whatever. Like I forget. Oh,
0: the list goes on and on, girl. <laughs> me, oh, I have the blanket, but I'm, my feet—it's my feet. Can you get my socks for my feet? Okay, yes, Gretchen. <laughs> let me get up. Let me go to the drawer on your side of the bed. Get you your socks. So the, the moral, oh, my hands are dry. Where's my lotion?
1: The moral oh, of the story. Oh eye, my, my eyes
0: are burning. Can you get the Visine? <laughs> Wait, where'd you, oh, I need an Advil. Where'd the, you put that? I'm never going to sleep. Where's the Advil? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have it.
1: The moral of this story is have a man that's willing to <laughs> do it for you. <laughs> I'm serious. No, you're very sweet. I appreciate how much you take care of me when I'm like at my ends, end of the day
0: <laughs> yeah. deal. Yeah. I, I love you so much. I get in bed and I don't know if you know this, but I start to lay down. Mm-hmm. And I'm like I don't actually allow my head to touch the pillow. <laughs> I kind it of go, it goes towards the pillow, and I and come it, back up, and I kind of look at you out of my eye, <laughs> and go, "I know there's going to be a request. There's going to be a request. There's something coming." You're like, "Oh, did you put the pads down for the dogs?" Oh, wait.
1: There this- is. There, you know what we need to do? There's so much to do before bedtime. We need to have a checklist. <laughs> I've decided we need a new checklist, a planning checklist.
0: That's called side work. <laughs> it's like when you used to work at a restaurant, and you, you got ready to leave for the night. You had to go like fill the salt and pepper shakers. Oh my and, like, god, like fill the so napkin, I can't and, like, even Make deal. sure that the ketchup was full <laughs> on the table. It's, it's side work. Yeah. Do you finish your side work? I don't know. I'm probably the ice in
1: the
0: thing. You're crunching ice? Yeah, I shouldn't crunch ice. What's that wives tale? If you crunch ice, you're horny.
1: What? Where <laughs> You come up with this crap.
0: I think that's a thing.
1: That is not true. No, if you
0: chew ice, it's a thing.
1: You're who? Who told you that one? No, it's true. No, it's not. Yes, it is. If you suck
0: on ice and chew ice, it's a thing. It's me. I suck and chew
1: on ice all day long. It
0: means you're. You mean you're looking for sexy fun time? That's what it means.
1: (laughs) No, it doesn't. You're so good. We're gonna ask
0: our fans. It's a thing.
1: Okay. You guys tell me if if sucking on ice is that thing.
0: Yeah. I don't think that's true. And if it is, I'm getting you a freaking ice sponsor.
1: How about? (laughs) um, Is there any pet peeves that I do? Yeah. What? Yeah. Besides the getting out of bed twenty times.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. You get mad at me when I bring this up, though. Oh
1: no! You yell at me. It's one of those things.
0: Well, it's really dumb, but you yell at me. What? And you and you claim you don't do it.
1: Oh. don't tell me about being perceptive.
0: Well, no, no. You accuse me of the perception thing. Yeah, because you suck at that. I'm very perceptive. No, you're not. <laughs> yes, I. <laughs> We're am. We're gonna
1: fight all day about that. Go. Yeah. What's the way to
0: say? You refuse to close. The food.
1: Oh my god, you guys! He's such a liar. Pants he leaves on fire. the chips
0: open. No, I do the not. The bread open.
1: No, I do not. You guys, you know what that makes it's me all, so?
0: It's all stale. You when know what I makes me so it, mad you about this? The is bag. I go
1: out of my way to literally like close the bag and put the even the little stupid spoolie thing that comes never with it on there. Oh my god, I'm I'm breaking up with you. I'm li- <laughs> we're gonna get divorced over this. Legit. Like I cannot believe. I got that. more
0: stale food because you won't close the little thing. <gasps>
1: annoying you think i do that you i so don't do that i go out of my way to like make sure it doesn't happen by the way i just put everything in tupperwares so that you can't accuse me of that shit anymore
0: if everybody wants to go to stage 29 productions.com i'll start taking videos of food that's left out on our counter (laughs) oh
1: my gosh um okay do you know what what bothers me about you what a pet peeve is
0: you got like 90 no i don't you hate the way that I um, eat cereal.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: You, you hate that. Top like, of the like list. Like I'm not even able to eat cereal no, near you. No, not even
1: cereal. Food in general.
0: Just food in general. <laughs> like okay. I yeah. I so. hate
1: it when I can hear somebody yeah. like
0: a i I'm going to pass from lack of substance because my wife can't <laughs> handle me actually eating with her Like at table. I legit
1: sometimes have to get up
0: and <laughs> walk much. She, she walks <laughs> away. Walks and you know what? Now that you bring it up, you, do. you don't like the way I swallow. <laughs> I know that sounds kinky, but you don't, when I, like if I gulp. Just the
1: whole eating swell. Oh God, when you come to bed at night and you drink your water, it's so dramatic. It's like, you go like this. I'm going to spit on my drink. I can't do it. Don't ruin that microphone. It's expensive. He literally goes. To God. Do you, okay. That's do you what you understand
0: that if you do not slurp in certain countries, it's offensive?
1: Yes, and we are not in that country. That's the point, buddy. I grew up in that country. Oh my gosh, Slade Smiley, like it is so annoying, you guys. And I know some of you out there feel me. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> really. <laughs> oh my Ah, that oh is a my good God. margarita You guys literally That's what he sounds like I swear to God And I look I look over true. at him And I'm like I cannot believe this guy right now So I don't know why But for some reason Chewing really loudly And swallowing Like really bothers but me
0: But is that with everybody Or is it just me
1: No it's pretty much everybody But like I don't know why With you it's a little did you look
0: like in high school Did you eat alone <laughs> Sitting over at a little table, it's oh like Gretchen, God. you have no friends, and no. So I got plenty of friends. I just like the way you eat, buddy. I
1: know. I swear. Probably. I don't know. It's really weird. I don't know why that bothers me so much. Okay. Um, one of the questions people were asking us is how we're spending our time, like in quarantine. Like, are we learning new hobbies? Are we cooking more? Uh,
0: we are cooking a lot. Yeah. We are cleaning a lot.
1: Oh my God. Why do I feel like, like I legit feel like a full-time housekeeper. <laughs> like, Well, because
0: you kind of are.
1: I like literally, I want, I seriously feel like I am a full-time housekeeper. But it's keeper. not because just house, I mean,
0: but here's the thing. It's laundry,
1: not, bottles, like uh, the, her food, her, her, her uh, bibs and the thing and the uh, totally hell. But like, I will tell so you, it's stuff. not,
0: but it's not just housekeeping. It's like house organization. It's like house manager mm-hmm. because I feel. You know, the the months leading up to her birth, we were so behind in really being properly prepared for things. Mm-hmm. I mean, for God's sake, we don't even have our nursery finished.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's I like, mean, it's it's like, like 5% yeah. that needs to be finished
0: to make it like really perfect. But the point is, is I think we were so busy with work at that time. Mm-hmm. You, you traveled. I want to say you traveled to speak publicly in in Vegas a, a month before she was born.
1: Yeah, I can't remember now.
0: And then, actually, we went to Vegas right after she was born. Yeah,
1: two months. We took we took, we took yeah.
0: the caregiver with us at that yeah, time because we we, we had them. a live event that we were doing in Las Vegas. The CBD so, company. yeah. So we've been so busy that I think things got really you know out of whack here at the house, and so we spent a lot of time organizing, cleaning, and, and getting ourselves back on track. But,
1: yeah, and not only really that, but I think it's been really good to be home because I think that. You you don't even realize like how, like the stupidest things like I I went through a few of my kitchen drawers the other day and I'm like oh my god like this is a disaster like I don't even know how this got this messy or whatever and so that was a pet
0: peeve what you going through that drawer why because every two inches what's this what <laughs> does this do so
1: many things in there I'm like Gretchen no that, idea what they that, were that's
0: an egg beater what do you, wait wait
1: no really what's this no what does it do there was some um, really weird things in there that I'm like what the hell is can this I ask you a for? question what you bought them. No, I didn't. It was probably like a wedding gift way back in the day or something. I don't remember buying that. I like mean, one of them was like an egg. It looked like a whisk that you you whisk eggs with. And it was not an egg whisker. It was like an egg picker upper out of the pot. Like, and it did. I was like, what? <sighs> Who knew that you had an egg picker upper out of the pot?
0: I'm sure that's what it's called, too. On yeah, the package, exactly. it says egg picker upper.
1: <laughs> um, so I haven't learned any new hobbies per se, but I absolutely love gardening. You've been doing
0: a lot of gardening. You've been doing a lot of flower arranging. A lot
1: of flower arranging because I – oh, you guys. Oh, my rose garden is so epic right now. So um, I've shared this many times on social media, but this was like the sweetest story ever. So last year for Mother's Day, um, I told Slade, because technically it was my first Mother's Day. I was pregnant with Skye. And I told Slade, I said, babe, please don't buy me flowers for Mother's Day. And he's like, what, why? He's like, it's your favorite thing, flowers, you know? And I'm like, I know, but I just feel like they rip you off so bad. Like a a regular like bouquet is like $200 all of a sudden on Mother's (laughs) Day, right? Like that stuff makes me so mad. So anyways, I told him he wasn't allowed to buy me flowers or roses in particular. And so Mother's Day comes, I come downstairs and he is so cute and creative, this one. He's so romantic And I come downstairs, you guys, and there's two hydrangea plants sitting on the kitchen counter. Big ol'
0: hydrangeas. He
1: knows how much I love hydrangeas. And, like, they're the ones that, like, you can have in, like, potted plants. And then you, like, can literally put them in the ground and then they grow and they're huge and beautiful. So um, he had two hydrangea plants. He had three cards there, one from him, one from Skylar, and one from the dogs. Like, it's so sweet. And And I was like, oh, that's so cute, honey. Like, I told you not to buy me flowers, but you bought me these hydrangeas. It's so wonderful. And he knows how much I love those. So- He goes, "Um, I have one other surprise for you. And I was like, what? And he's like, come outside. And I'm like, a new car? No,
0: (laughs) I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) Um, So we walk outside and he goes, look to the right. And I look over to the right and the whole front of my house, you guys was he had planted an entire rose garden for me. Okay, and like my dream has always been to have like, and I'm not talking like these little iceberg, you know, roses, I'm talking like the big Mamba Jamba, gorgeous, like epic
0: roses that- Fragrant.
1: Fragrant roses that are just like so beautiful and so many yeah, like amazing- Aromic Lincolns. Yeah, and like so many amazing colors. Like I wanted the yellow with the pink trim and the orange and the, you know, multicolor ones and the and the light pink with the dark pink. I do not mean- he literally, you guys, he went to six different stores. He was up at like five o'clock in the morning out front planting them all because he had hidden them in the shed for me not to see it. Yeah. He was up at five o'clock in the morning planting all of the roses for me. And he came out and he said, you said I couldn't buy you roses, but you didn't say I couldn't buy you a, a rose, rose garden. A rose garden. Oh, it was so sweet. So anyways, the, the point of this whole story is that right now the roses are incredible they're
0: kind of going off
1: like they are so beautiful so um i'm gonna and they're
0: big like are, it's it's hard to explain too because some of the stocks on them so literally are four and five feet long
1: yeah and the amazing. heads
0: of them are, are larger than that of a softball mm-hmm. i mean they're they're really really big oh, bigger than that
1: bigger than a softball like they're like they're like i don't even know how, what like the size of like bocce
0: ball not quite soccer ball no
1: not even they're bigger than that they're like the size of like half of a pineapple i don't know watermelon half of a watermelon my wife is so random (laughs) they're they're really big but um we should post a picture um like on my social something talk about it you should do that yeah they're they're
0: blooming right now so it's pretty cool to see them all come back
1: so that was a very long story to tell you that i'm flower arranging uh, because i go out and cut the roses and i bring them in and do flower arrangements my uh calla lilies i love Having those, especially for Easter, and then I have a lemon and lime tree, and then I have a whole herb garden that I have on the side, on the other side of the house. And I got this really cute cart that um, I did plant all the herbs in, and I go out every day and I, um, you know, take care of those and nourish those. And then. I cook with all those. So when we're cooking, I go out and pull the cilantro or the thyme or the oregano or all those different things. And I love it because I can't tell you, you guys are probably like me. I can't tell you how many times I go to the store and I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy a bag of parsley and cilantro. And like, you know you're not cooking every single meal or every single day with it and so I feel like so much of it gets wasted and the yeah, I love having an herb garden because you only just go out and pull as much as you need and yeah, then you're not cool. wasting it you
0: clip what you need and it's so fragrant and so mm-hmm. flavorful yeah. so much more than what you could get at a grocery store
1: yeah and yeah. then I love Sky loves it we go out there oh and I have a whole tomato vine growing up the yeah, side the of the cart cherry tomatoes
0: are growing up the side of the cart yeah
1: and so I go out there um, all the time with Sky, and I teach her about it and then I have her touch the leaf and like smell it and just because she can smell the fragrance on her hands. Of course, we wash our hands afterwards, but she, I have her like smell the different things and tell her what it is. So it's, it's really cute, cute to
0: see her bend over and actually try to sniff a flower.
1: Isn't that cute? Okay. Are you makeup free and sweats are still going glam in the house? So you're kind of 50 50. Well, so here's the thing
0: 60 40?
1: No, definitely not 50 50. Oh my lordy. Okay. So I would say more like. 80-20? If that.
0: What's funny is you were trying to do the math right there. You were, <laughs> no, kinda, you were sitting no. there kind of going, No, I was if saying if I say like, 20.
1: No, I was saying like 1090, honestly. I I feel 10, like 90. Yeah, like 10%. Like I'm glam and 90 percent You are glammed
0: up more than 10% of the time.
1: <clears throat> not right now, not in quarantine, babe. Yes, you are. What are you talking because about?
0: Because you're still filming, you're still working.
1: Well, no, but that's what okay, so then let's say 80.
0: 20, 80, 20.
1: Yes. Okay. Oh well, my God, we're gonna be here like all day. So, like twenty percent, I would say I'm getting glammed up because I am still doing um, campaigns and projects and working for um, you know the companies that we have contracts with. And then I also um, I've, I've done some lives and you know just all that stuff. So, what
0: percent am I glammed up?
1: <laughs> One. If that
0: <laughs> what's happening right now with my Corona beard.
1: Four and zero. Oh my gosh, we're having so much fun letting you be the wild, wild west man again.
0: Yeah. <sighs> Trying out some new products. We'll be talking about that soon, but the hair's oh yeah, growing like true. crazy.
1: That's true. That's the a- hair
0: and the beard are on the grow. I
1: know you guys we we I've been wanting to try these products and <clears throat> And this is so funny. I always make Slade try something first before I do it. Full on guinea pig. Like he's totally my guinea pig. So I always want him to be the guinea pig. Like when Cool Sculpting first came out, I was like, Slade, I really want to try Cool Cool Sculpting, but I'm going to make you do it. And so he did it and he's like, oh, hell to the no. That hurts so bad. I'm like, thank God I didn't do it.
0: (laughs) My love handles were pissed off for like a week.
1: Yeah, that hurt really bad. You said Black and blue marks. No, but literally any like procedure, anything I'm afraid to do, because by the way- as many of you know, um, I've never had plastic surgery and I'm like legit freaked out about having plastic surgery. Now I've had Botox and I had fillers like back in the day. I, I really don't do fillers anymore. I just do Botox, which I haven't had in two years and I desperately need because of having the baby and everything. But, um, but any like procedures, like anything, cause I'm such a wuss, like legit the biggest wuss ever. And Like so, can't comb her
0: hair Yes, yeah, Like, like it, it hurts to comb her hair. It,
1: everything hurts me so bad. I'm super sensitive. I have the most sensitive skin. So- I just have never. I, I honestly would love to do plastic surgery to like fix a lot of stuff on me. But you don't I'm, need to fix anything. Oh, are I very like you sweet. The, the
0: way you are, baby. You're very
1: sweet. But you know, there's things. You know, as I'm getting older, I'm now 42 years of age. It's like, what? There's th- things I definitely want to do. Especially after having children, like you see your stomach change, your boobs change. Like all this stuff starts changing. So then you really start thinking about it. But you're super sexy right now. <clears throat> you're so sweet. But anyways, why do why do why did we talk about that? I forget. I digress. Because
0: well, um, it was about the glam. Oh, makeup free. Was, yeah. So whether you're makeup free, whether you're glam, or. I mean, you know, Anyway, sadly to those people listening. Oh,
1: I was talking about the products. So anyways, I'm making Slade try these products out and his hair is growing so fast from these products. It's epic. It's I love on it. kind of
0: I'm sure we'll talk about it soon. Yeah. And, and the truth of the matter is, is, is during this, uh, during these stay at home orders, I probably have more makeup on than Gretchen.
1: Why? Makeup. Because
0: you've you've tested some crap on my face. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's true. Good point. Good point. I was like, what? You are wearing makeup now? Are you, are you you, Caitlyn Jenner and I'm unaware? Let me ask you a question.
0: (laughs) We did a live yesterday with Dr. Suri. Mm -hmm. Did you or did you not uh, blush me or bronze me?
1: I bronzed your ass because sitting next to me, you look like an albino.
0: (laughs) Okay. So there you have it. We had to talk to the doctor and I was wearing makeup.
1: Yeah. I did have to bronze him. A lot of the times I have to bronze him sitting next to me because I do bronzer on my face or I do tanning on my skin, not on Mm. my face. And- he just looks so white sitting next to me. But isn't
0: that weird my body, for some reason, it looks white.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: if I go into the sun or I go for a bike ride for an hour, oh, it's crazy. I come back and it's like I was hanging out in Hawaii for a <laughs> week.
1: <laughs> Literally. Like I, so it changes wild.
0: color and then it goes back again. It's, it's weird. It's really I'm like, weird. I'm like a little gecko.
1: I know. Does more time together, people, this is another question. Does more time together equal more sexy fun time? No. 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 <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, honestly, I think we've talked about this before. But seriously, you guys, our sex life sucks ass monkey balls right now. <laughs> ass monkey balls. <laughs> because we have this thing called a baby, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's not like a I haven't been trying and b yeah. uh, thrown down some moves <laughs> and I get rejected. No, I, that I is sp- not true. You gotcha don't get Christine, rejected. I spend more time spooning with Chihuahua than I do you. <laughs>
1: No, it's not even that. You guys, him and I are so tired. By the time the sky, when we get sky down at 7.30, we both look each other, we're like, is it time for bed? Like, we're so tired.
0: No, no. no. What happens is, is it time for margarita?
1: Yeah, margarita first. is it time for bed? time for bed. Shall we eat?
0: Why bother? Let's just drink right through it.
1: (laughs) We get so tired. I like having a baby is, and especially at this age, when you're older, I actually got asked this yesterday in the life. Somebody asked, is it harder to have a baby at this age? I think so. I mean, I obviously didn't have a baby in my twenties, but I don't know. Like I just, it keeps my ass. You know what? There's pros
0: and cons. There's the pros and cons. Younger, maybe the body feels a bit more resilient. Maybe the body comes back quicker, Mm -hmm. but I think when you're older, you're a bit more settled yeah, and you understand more about where you kind of are in the world and what's happening. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you're younger, it's like, you're just trying to survive.
1: Well, and I also think that when you're older, you're so used to, like, a certain routine. And so when that routine, like, it's turned upside down, you're like, what? And it's like you don't know how to compartmentalize that and make that make sense, you know?
0: You're so cute. What? There's uh, no—you're not into foreplay. Not really. Yeah. You're kind of like, hey. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's what you do to me. You, you come out of the shower, you walk over I'm towards the bed. I'm glad that we're talking
1: like I mean, looking, full on hey. about our sex life right now. Well, yeah, this is not well, too. Yeah. This is
0: not too taboo, Gretchen. No, there, this
1: is slave With the margarita. Is what it is. There's
0: no filter here. This is what <laughs> happens. It's like you take a shower, you walk over next to the bed, you go, you just kind of give me that look, that little nod. You're like, hey. <laughs> You want to bump?
1: <laughs> oh, I say, want to bump? That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I've never said that in our whole eleven w- years we've been together. Bump
0: and grind sounded too much. Too, it was too too.
1: When have I ever said you want to bump? You're so weird. That's like just sounded weird. Want to bump?
0: Well, doesn't bump and, grind bump, bump and grind bump and grind? Bump and grind. Did you say bump fuzzies? <laughs> yes. Do you want to bump okay. fuzzies? Yeah. I've heard isn't, that what, isn't that two girls?
1: I feel like maybe that's weird. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, but listen. Um, or do
0: they bump Baldies?
1: So listen, it's not that I don't like foreplay. Cause I can I actually like foreplay. And here's the thing. I have realized that I should do more foreplay because I think it gets you like more into like sexy fun time, like when you do foreplay. But like for me Do you notice how
0: intently I'm listening right now to what you're saying?
1: <laughs> yeah, you have like your hand on your chin, like, huh? Interesting.
0: This is good. No, bring I, it on, Gretchen. <laughs>
1: I think what happens for me is I'm one of those people that I'm just like, when I want something, I'm like, okay, let's just get to it. (laughs) Like, let's make it happen. That is you. Right?
0: You'll like look at me and go, yeah, you know, I kind of want to make love to you, but it's a lot of work and I don't know if I'm really in the mood. I don't know. It sounds like fun, but I'm so exhausted. By the way, can you get out of bed and get me a blanket?
1: (laughs) No, I think I just am like- when I want to have sex, it's like, I want to have, se- like, let's have sex. Like, let's not deal with like all the other crap. Like, let's just start having sex. <laughs> so for the
0: guys out there that are listening, this is truly how it goes. And and what will happen sometimes is she won't articulate uh-huh. that she wanted to have sex. She waits till later in the day go, you know, I was really thinking about making love to you today, but I'm kind of over it that time has passed. And I'm like, woman, what is wrong with you? Why didn't you say something?
1: Because I'm have i like sitting there thinking about going, do I really want to do this right now? <laughs> I have a lot of things to do today. No, I'm just yeah, I got
0: a busy day. I really don't know if I want to knock it out right now.
1: <laughs> no, but like it is weird because I'm like that with like, you know, Slate's so good about this. This is why we have such a good like uh, balanced relationship because when I, when I am like on a phone and we're like talking business, like I just want to like get to the deal points. Like I just want to like negotiate the deal. Like let's get the deal done. And Slate's like, Gretchen, you have to like,
0: there are no pleasantries. You have you? to have like
1: pleasantries and you have to like talk and like, you know, have like a networking thing. And I'm like, no, like if they just want to do a deal, let's do a deal. Like, let's make it happen. So I feel I'm like talking I'm, to, I'm talking to everybody going,
0: how's it going, man? How's the kids? Really? You guys staying, you know, safe and sanitized during the pandemic. Uh, yeah, that's great. Great to hear it. Yeah. You know, any fun, doing any fun stuff? And Gretchen gets on the phone. She's like, what's the offer? You guys, want to make an offer? Better have some zeros. If there's no zeros behind it, there is no offer. You know what? I'm like, Gretchen.
1: Time is money. And so, like, my whole thing is, is that... I mean, I'm kidding. I really, obviously, I'm not like this. But the point is, is that, like, I, I, about... Phone call number three. I'm like, okay, I'm over it. I need to like, w- is there a deal in place or are we just like spending time? Like, yes, you know. Get to the point. It's like, get to the point. Like I get to a point where I'm just like, I'm not, I don't want to waste the time like dibble dabbling. Like if there's a deal to be Dilly, done.
0: Dilly dally. That
1: too. <laughs> If there's a deal to be done, let's let's make the deal happen. So
0: is this so does this actually correlate to sex?
1: Yes. This is what I'm saying. So, <laughs> so you're kind of like, say. hey,
0: feeling feeling a little frisky.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's not dilly daddle.
1: Yeah, I don't want to dilly daddle. Like, don't yeah, don't waste like, your time like trying to like warm me up. Just get right into right? it. <laughs> I mean, I,
0: get that choo choo train into the tunnel. <laughs> Let's get her finished. <laughs>
1: like, like,
0: like I've cleared the landing strip. You better bring in your like, little biplane.
1: <laughs> once put I put her down. Once I made the decision that I'm actually going to have sex, like let's just get to the act. Let's make it happen, buddy. Like I don't need to like. I mean, but I but again. I realized that foreplay is actually really fine, but sometimes I'm just like, I don't have time for this shit. <laughs> I just want to wake up sex and get to the- guys the, are
0: feeling for me right now. Get
1: to the end result. No, they aren't. They're like, this chick's rocks. Like, they don't, most guys don't want to deal with all this foreplay and like warm her up and get her all like wet and
0: <laughs> Gretchen.
1: <laughs> I'm just ready to go. You
0: are like cut off right now. Like
1: when it's time, let's just do it, right? I
0: don't know. Whatever okay. you say, baby. Let's get to the deal.
1: They're By the way, they're so going to take that and make that my audio clip right now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm you so You have the teaser clip? Trouble. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be it. Uh-huh. Let's
0: just get to the deal.
1: Hi, producers. Okay. I know your little brains are thinking right now. <laughs> 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 For the love of God, I'm my own worst enemy. Yeah, you um, are. So people are asking, am I watching the new season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? And yes, you guys, Um, I definitely tuned in. And I have to say, I am really... Loving this first episode. I gotta say kudos to Evolution and to Chris Cullen. Who? Wait, wait. Oh, the clap!
0: <sighs> la, la, la. Where to go, Chris?
1: And to Chris Cullen. Chris Cullen was one of my favorite showrunners on Orange County Housewives, and I know that he works on Beverly Hills now. And I loved the edit of the first episode, and I'll tell you why. I think that this at this stage of the game of Housewives, right? Like there's got to be something new. Like we got to see something new and fresh and fun and something that we haven't seen before. Yeah. And they broke the fourth wall um, in this first episode. Yeah, you didn't get to see it, but they broke the fourth wall. And, um, And by the way, I normally do not, watch any of the housewife shows. Like I, the only housewife show that I really tuned into was Beverly Hills since I've left, but like very sporadically. Like I'd watch an episode here, then I'd been watched three episodes or whatever. Like, well, that's but that's not- because I feel like,
0: you, I think that's also because we're so- friendly with all of them. And we've known it for such a long time. We we hear about it, like they're texting or communicating about it. So you feel like you're watching it when you're not really watching it.
1: Yeah. So, so every now and again, I'll sit down and watch it. But this was like one of those things where I was like, I'm, I am watching the premiere of the show because all the little clips came out in the trailers and it looks so good. And so I loved how they edited it because they broke the fourth wall and they like just showed stuff that I don't think the audience has ever seen before, like behind the cameras and people being like, and Denise, this was funny. This goes to show how seasoned Denise is, Denise Richards, yeah. because in one moment of well, she's an filming, she's an actress, but in one moment of filming, she they show it and they show it and she goes, uh, bravo, bravo, bravo. Like, and she's like, fuck bravo or whatever she said. Like she said, she was like, stop the filming. Bravo, bravo, bravo. And like, she started saying all the things that you're not supposed to say on camera. Like you're Th-
0: thinking that they would cut that. Mm-hmm.
1: It's like, you know, like when you are, when you are a brand new cast member, like you don't, sometimes you don't realize when you first are on the show. Cause you'll be like, oh yeah. You know, when I'm filming or the, and then the production is, has to say to you, like, Wait, you can't say that. Like you can't say yeah. like when I'm filming or when this. And so you kind of, it's like a training period where you go through. So by the time you're in season two, three, like you obviously are seasoned and you know you can't say those things. So I've never legitimately seen a cast member literally like scream, bravo, 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 like, bravo, like, like, you know, basically you can't air any of this, you well, know, we sort do, of. We
0: do know a cast member that you were on the show with that used to do those kinds of things to production.
1: Oh, remind me. Remind me. I don't remember.
0: Heather and Terry used to do that. Oh, they did? Remember? They used to scream profanities and say things. I remember them they saying They did? Oh yeah. I remember them getting mad and saying things.
1: I don't remember. So that
0: they would stop recording.
1: Mm. You know what? I don't remember her ever doing that with me per se, but I remember hearing that she did that with like uh Kelly, with Kelly Dodd.
0: But I don't know. i I, think, I might be I off. I think on that. Terry I think Terry got really mad at Chris Colin. Oh, really? Yeah. The
1: point is, is it was a really great first episode. And then people were asking me like what my thoughts are on Garcelle. I love Garcelle. I think she's awesome. I think she's an awesome addition. We know Garcelle.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, Garcelle Bouvet is a friend of ours And has been for a long time We traveled with her to the Bahamas what, Six years ago mm-hmm. Something like that mm-hmm. We spent a week with her mm-hmm. um, And some other uh, friends down there And she is awesome She's, like, awesome. she's so sweet She's so cool mm-hmm. I know that when she was hosting uh, That daytime talk show We had interviews mm-hmm. with her there So we've known Garcelle for a really long time mm-hmm. And I find her to be such a grounded Well thought out person Yeah Is is she really kind of fitting in at this point? Well, honey or it's she's- been like one episode Oh, well, so I
1: don't know. But what I love about her is even the clips that they're showing. (laughs) This is what, this is my favorite. The one clip of her where she goes, uh, like they were showing a fight and and she's like, that's some white girl shit. Like she was (laughs) just like that, like, that's like a joke. That fight is like, come on, that's some white girl shit, you know?
0: That's funny. So
1: that, but that's what I'm saying. I like that new, um, perspective. And you know, it will be interesting she, she, to see how she, she plays flavor. out. She, yeah, She
0: brings some flavor. She
1: brings some flavor. And it will be interesting to see how she plays out. Like how um, a woman of color fitting in with like a very white, you know, it's mm-hmm. going to be interesting to see how she intertwines yeah. and the dynamic of that. And then the Denise drama, I'm not going to lie. It looks very juicy.
0: Okay. Let me ask you a question about Denise. Yeah.
1: Because
0: you just recently did Brandy Glanville's podcast. Yeah. Did Brandy bring up anything regarding this during that podcast? Because I think the oh, I relationship had happened at that time, had it not?
1: I, th- I think I asked her. God, this was a minute ago. This was a few months ago. So I don't really remember, but I remember that it was in the press at the time because that's when all the news had broke about like the secret affair or something. And so I had asked her some questions and she couldn't really talk much about it. So... Maybe we can bring her on the podcast
0: now and maybe she'll be able to disclose That's some more. That's a good more. idea. She could spill some more tea, as they say. Yeah.
1: But my thoughts on it is, you know, Lisa Rinna said this so well in this first episode. Lisa Renna was like, look, like, reality TV is not for everybody. Like, you know, you have to, like, lay it all out there. And if you're not willing to do that and you have secrets and things hidden in your closet, like, It's gonna come out, so like you better be prepared, and you know that's just the the you know the deal when you sign up for reality TV. Oh, is she
0: crying? I think our little baby's crying, and we're gonna have to take a break, Gretchen. Oh no! Yeah, everybody, hang on. You're listening to Not Too Taboo. We'll be back in a second.
1: We were just talking at the break about. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills.
0: And why do we take a break, Gretchen? Because
1: Skyler Gray was
0: crying. And Daddy had to go change a diaper. So for all the guys out there who don't change diapers,
1: <laughs> get to it.
0: Get to it, people. I know it's kind of you a shitty what, job, but somebody's got to do it.
1: You know what's cute about Slade, though? What? He. Tell
0: me, Gretchen, what's cute about Slade?
1: Because what? you're so cute. Because like you almost fight me over going up and getting. <laughs> That's what's really funny Like he's like Oh yeah I changed the diapers I'm a man But like what's cute Is he legit is like I'll go get her no, I, I got her No, Let me do it. I'll, I'll handle her Because you miss her And you like Want to go just be with her
0: This is true But I did say to you You could put her back down If you wanted I know. After I had her in my arms and yeah, had the bottle exactly. all rounded up.
1: Exactly. Yeah. He already had her like in a total, like comfortable position. He's like, do you want to take her? And I was like, no. <laughs> it is funny because we both totally miss her. We like we fight really over our daughter. do fight over her and yeah. love her.
0: Can I ask you a question? Yeah. First off, why is there drama? What do you mean? About Denise and, and Brandy?
1: Because, okay. So the story goes like this. Uh-huh. Brandy claims in the press that her and Denise had a mad love affair and that Denise lied about it and told people that they didn't and that Denise was out telling everyone that Brandy was lying and that she's monogamous with her husband and that she made it sound like Brandy was like out totally lying and like making up all this stuff and like trying to rip apart a marriage. However, I will say this. I have no idea who's telling the truth or not because the way that the Housewives uh, producers produce this segment, it's like you see this one moment where like, Lisa is sitting there with Denise and and uh, Lisa Rena says something about like oh I heard that you've sent a cease and desist or something and Denise's Denise's face like just stops like she doesn't even know what to say and she looks at Lisa Rena and she's like, who told you that and Lisa Rena goes, oh somebody's angry like like the way she delivered that line like and by the way it's not a line like this is, like they don't script anything out but the way that Lisa Rena was like, Ooh, somebody's angry. Like she was like, it was so intense and so like, ooh, what's going to happen? Then Denise, they they flash across the screen where it says, Denise stopped filming in December. Like that she oh, like- she
0: quit and walked away.
1: Uh-huh. That she's like, I'm out because of all this stuff that came out with Brandy, right? Yeah. In the press and everything. And then all of a sudden they show Denise break, like breaking the fourth wall, her coming in and sitting down. Cause you know how we all do our interview looks and we're like in sweats and then yeah. like the top that we're wearing. So they're showing behind the scenes. Oh, like, shut
0: up. So she's like made up in a nice dress uh-huh, shirt or blouse uh-huh. and then below it's just sweats. Yeah. And she, and hilarious. she
1: steps into scene and the producer goes, are you ready to talk Denise? And Denise sits in the chair and her eyebrow raises like, let's go. And it was like, oh, but she could like what? like it was like, she said something like, like, are you ready to talk? Or maybe maybe they said, are you ready to start? Are you ready to tell the truth? Or I don't know. Something like something very juicy. And it was just like, oh my gosh. I
0: I, I feel very desensitized to all these things. Oh. <laughs> well, but here's why. Denise was married to Charlie Sheen. <laughs> I mean, there's stories, because there's stories about the threesomes and the hookers and like he brings a prostitute to like Thanksgiving and like they've had, she's been involved in in this tumultuous sexual type relationship. She's
1: um, every week like talking about how she has sex every day with her husband.
0: I know. And And how he's like
1: very into like sex and like how he literally goes to the uh, massage parlor and, and has like a happy ending. And then Denise talked about how she had Appa ending at one of the So he, like, he has well, no idea.
0: <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. And then she talked about, they got together and hooked up like at his studio or something. Right. I mean, so yeah, like, she's very, very open with her sexuality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, why is this a big deal?
1: Well, but see, that's, that's the question. Because if Denise is super open with her sexuality and if she, you know, is already kind of a flamboyant, you know, um, a sexual person already. And if she really was having, like, you know, a thing with Brandy, you would think it would not be a big deal. However, if her husband was unaware of it, and if her husband and her had not agreed to that, nor did, or if the husband thought that she was just monogamous with just him, then I could see why it would be a problem. But here's the thing um, Brandy's like, I have receipts. Like, she's coming for a hard, like on Twitter and everything. She's just like, I have the receipts, like, da, da, da. And, like, Brandy's adamant that they had, like, a full-blown, like, Sing. love affair. And Denise is adamant that it never happened. So so when you see that clip of Denise literally going, and the, the producer asking, like, are you ready to talk? Are you ready to tell the truth? Or whatever it came out. And she, like, raised her eyebrow, like, here we go. And it was like, okay, let's see what happens. Wow. So it is interesting. And I will say I got to give it to them because, you know, when you lose— A big cast member like Elisa Vanderpump that, you know, brought a lot to the franchise and had so many fans and like, you know, was a big part of that show. When you lose a a key player like that, like you got to bring it the next year and you got to have something good. And I think a lot of people were like, is the drama still going to be there? Is there still going to be stuff, you know, juicy enough stuff? And so the way they produced this first episode was like, wow, like you were like, I am in it. To you know, win it for this season. Like you were, you were. But oh, what's in. interesting
0: about what you just said? Mm-hmm. It's kind of a, it's kind of a check for the housewives out there mm-hmm. to go. You're not all that because well, guess what? They can cast and they can create drama as they need, regardless of who's been there, hasn't been there, who leaves. Oh yeah, for sure. It doesn't matter how big you think you are. Oh, for sure. You are replaceable. Oh, for sure. And the show will go on.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, but uh, see, I think that Bravo knows that and Evolution knows that. And they've always been able to do that. Like they can always take, because it's always been about an ensemble cast. It's never been about A one person. particular person. I mean, and that's, that's why the show's not, you know, the- the Lisa Vanderpump show or the Vicki Gumbleson show. It's, it's the housewife show, you know, yeah. like it's an ensemble cast. And what makes the show successful is all the different families, all the different parties, all the different people interacting with each other. So yeah. And it's funny you when know.
0: those people get to be so arrogant and they think it's all about them and they yeah. say it's my show and I'm like all this. Yeah. I think that's the, the, uh, uh, formula that Bravo needs to say, see ya.
1: Yeah, it is interesting because when people start to get too cocky, it does seem like they-
0: They just 86 them. And then suddenly they're they're so irrelevant.
1: Oh, don't start. (laughs) Um, You know what's interesting though? I will say, I thought this was strange, Um, uh, that I have- fan of Mars, you know, cause uh, we get sent 9 million, you know, me. messages, DMs. So, and unfortunately I hate this, but every single time, like another housewife talks about me, of course, all my fans come and tell me, right? Yep. So I guess t- um, today Tamara did some sort of a, a live or something. And she talked about me, of course, and like talked negatively, which she always does. But I guess on that live, um, people were saying that she said that Heather was demoted. And she like said it, like she said it just straight up, like, yeah, Heather was demoted. And I thought that was really strange because Heather had put out that she left Rock and like all this stuff and like on her own terms and all that. And so I thought that was really interesting because Tamara confirmed today that she had been demoted and she was like, yeah, I never understood why they demoted her or whatever. Um, But I thought that was weird because Tamara and her like supposedly best buddies and stuff. And I would think that like, clearly that's not the message that Heather wanted out there. So I'm a little surprised that ha- that Tamara would, like, confirm that on a Facebook Live or whatever it was. Instagram
0: Live. I don't know. Don't you know this is how she got her nickname? Who? Two-Faced Barney. Oh, Lordy. Don't start. But the well, point but is that's true. That...
1: Yeah, but I just thought that was weird, and it was just information that I had never heard before. And I didn't see the live, so I don't know exactly what was said, but that's what people were saying she had said. So I thought
0: that was weird. But anyways. Anyway, I, hey, she can't be trusted, so that's all I know.
1: The rest of the questions, you guys are like— what do I use for my hair, my eyebrows, my blah, 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 my clothes. So we'll do another episode with those questions. Cause that's like a lot of questions of like just be like random a whole beauty thing. Yeah. Like a whole beauty section. One of these episodes I'll do like a beauty answer section for you guys. But, um, but yeah, so it's been interesting and fun and, you know, sky is just growing. So she's so cute. You guys, I know I'm her mom and I know I'm like utterly biased, but, on the daily, you guys see me posting about her and I get the messages from you guys. So I know that you guys know how cute she is. Um, but she's so fun and cute. And I'm, this is my favorite age so far, but I feel like every month I'm like, this is my favorite age. And then the next month comes, I'm like, this is my favorite age. And I think it's because she's becoming so much of her own little person and her personality is coming out. And like, to see her smile every day just lights up my world like it's like it's pretty amazing and she just giggles all day long like unless she's we laugh teething a lot. if she's teething or if she's like like bumped her head or you know done something like like on a toy or something like
0: she cries for just a second, though. She's so cute because even if she does fall or bump her head or something, because she is obviously furniture walking. She's standing up and she's starting to walk.
1: Well, if she, and if she, like, if it's obviously we're with her the whole time. But, like, if she, like, accidentally, like, leans forward and then just bumps her head, like, on a one of her harder toys, not like a soft plush toy, like, obviously that will hurt. So sometimes that happens. But it's so cute because... Unless it's for like a real reason. Like she is a happy baby all day long. And people say that to me all the time. They're like, your baby is so happy. She's really happy. She just giggles and laughs all day. And it's really cute now because she's right at that stage where she's starting to like get – sad when Slate and I aren't there. Like when we have um, caretaker Courtney here, when we have to work, like we try to not come downstairs and let her see us because when she sees us, she gets really upset that like she can't be with us. And, you know, because we do work from home a lot and we're here a lot. And especially during this pandemic, we've been here. And so she's used to being with us like almost all day. And so when we walk by the kitchen to like get a, get a glass of water or something, she starts crying or like wanting us. And it breaks my heart because I'm like, Sky, I gotta go back up and go to work, baby girl. And, but she just giggles and laughs. And so then, right at five o'clock, six o'clock, it's so cute because she just is all about her daddy. And it's like, she just wants to play and she just wants daddy to throw her in the air or, you know, do the, do put her on your shoulders and do the little choo-choo train dance that you do. <laughs> and then at dinner at like five 30, we always do our little trolls dance. I mean, it's just so fun. We have so it much fun with fun. her. Yeah, we just she's, giggle she's, she's amazing all so. day and she's not sleeping through the night yet. A lot of you guys asked us that, um,
0: which is apparent based upon <laughs> our recent break.
1: Yeah, we just, you know, she's been struggling, but she has said mama, she's standing up and um it's just really cute. So keep tuning into my Instagram to see all of her fun little milestones of everything that she keeps doing. And we just feel so blessed to have her. So.
0: Yep. And thanks so much for tuning into this episode of not too taboo. Remember to like, remember to download and subscribe. We've got some incredible guests coming up. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, There's some, some big time actors. We've yeah. got a lot of stuff coming and they're sharing some really, really fun and interesting information yeah. that you can only get right here on not too taboo. Thanks, thanks for guys. listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.